It's a crazy little thing called Love Dev with me, Love Dev Barpega. Today's episode is 86 Oral B. Yes, it's another episode. Can you believe it? I'm back again. After a month, I've had a whole month off. I wasn't expecting it to be a month. I checked the last date and it was round about this time last month when I recorded an episode. <laughs> so I do apologize for that. Um, yeah, guys, you know, I don't even need to tell you why. I have. It's been taken so long for me to record an episode. But, well, there you go. Anyway, I'm, I'm not too bad. I hope you guys are all right. I do have a bit of a cold. It's not COVID. Don't worry. <laughs> I've done a, a lateral flow test, and it turns out it's not COVID. It does feel like COVID. You're never sure these days, though, are you? They reckon cases are going up in the UK. One in 20 are now catching COVID again. Oh, I'm sick of it, mate. Absolutely sick of it. <laughs> I've had I've had an interesting week, shall I say? Last week's been really interesting. Uh, we had an incident at work uh, where one of our staff members um, was unwell. So basically, I was at work uh, at the hospital, and the alarms got pulled. So I ran down to see what was going on. And in the office, I thought the incidents in the office, which was strange. Normally, you expect it on the hospital wards. Maybe one of the patients is playing up or there's a fight or something like that. You never know when the, an alarm's being pulled. So I got, I got into this office and um, the nurse was panicking and she was going, she's not responding, she's not responding. And I was like, and I was looking kind of baffled and all the other staff were, there was a few other staff there and we were kind of baffled as well. Um, and the nurse, she was on the phone and she was ringing the ambulance and she, she was saying, please come quick come quick she's not responding um there was another woman in the office at the same time but she was like facing the computer and she she had her right hand on the mouse and her left hand was on the keyboard but she was just staring at this screen and i looked at this this lady to and because she wasn't responding like with this with the situation and the noise going on around you you think she'd be looking around at staff and she was just, she kind of froze and it was kind of, um, it was kind of scary. So I, I started like touching her and she wasn't responding on her shoulder and she was just staring blank at this screen, but her eyes were open and she was breathing because I checked her chest and I could see it r- rising up and down very slowly. It was a right panic. We had to get all the equipment out. You know, we had to strap her on, put the check her blood pressure, check you know the pulse and stuff like that. See, she was alive. I had to I had to come out of the room, and I wanted to make sure the environment was clear, so there was no other people around, like IE patients, visitors. So the, par- the paramedics came anyway, and they got her onto the hospital bed, and the wheeler out. But I noticed her left hand was was kind of straight and flat. And then somebody said, it looks like she's had a stroke. That's how it appeared. 
but apparently the the lady she um she had a bleed on her brain i know terrible um it was quite a surreal moment like i've never seen anyone like that so i can i can understand now why she was like it looked like she was in a shock but she wasn't in a shock because her brain was obviously bleeding and uh, that caused some kind of uh, an effect for her to respond man it was scary man the, the, those kind of moments are when you when you realize how how much life is important to you and you always just want to do the best because you never know what's going to happen to you do you know what I mean i mean i don't want to start the podcast off like this but it was an experience and this is why i have a bit about people should take up first aid i think first aid is a very important thing um, if you guys don't know first aid i would just suggest just doing it i mean it's only a day course could be two days um it's well worth it you know, you never know when you're going to need that skill always yeah take up first aid man 100% so that was that I, that was a, a, a an experience which i wanted to share cuz i wasn't too too sure what to talk about but uh, following that incident i did want to speak about it you know um <laughs> yeah a crazy little thing called love dev is starting off well yeah but now that i uh, just wanted to um mention that yeah so that, that that's what happened to me in the week very interesting week although it has been a couple of weeks since i last recorded the podcast episode i've been meaning to to getting down to doing it but i've just been so busy like with life and stuff and work Talking about work, I've joined a new agency. Oh, yeah. Good money. <laughs> yeah, the money's pretty decent. Um, I mean, I'm still with the NHS, but I thought, why not join another agency so I can, you know, pick up extra work? Because you never know when you need that bit of extra pocket money. I've also joined um, another NHS agency, <laughs> as well as that one. I mean, I've got so many agencies, they're all... Every single pocket of mine is covered with an agency. So last week I had training, which was like, um, it's a personal safety training, shall we say. So it's kind of similar to the safety skills I already know. So basically grab holds, um, how to get out of somebody strangling you, how to get out of if somebody's got hold of you in a bear hug, stuff like that. So it's personal safety skills. And it's similar to the one I'm already doing, but this one is a bit more advanced. <laughs> so if somebody tries to grab me from, from my clothing, I would know how to break away from that. <laughs> the only skills I didn't learn was a bit of Kung Fu. <laughs> yeah, if only I learned a bit of Kung Fu. Actually, when I was a kid, my dad used to take me to Kung Fu lessons and I hated it. <laughs> because i'm a lover i'm not a fighter <laughs> if i was in a fight i'd probably be the first one to um break it off which explains why i do comedy to be honest the reason i started comedy was to make people laugh obviously but i've always been in a situation obviously because of the color of my skin um and trying to make friends i think that's one of the other main reasons why i do stand-up comedy is to make friends you know so if I can make somebody laugh, I'm sure they'll become my friend. 
And when I'm on stage, that's how I see the audience. I just see the audience as a bunch of mates. And and that that's what I think when I'm up on stage and I'm just there to entertain them. Um, so hopefully I'm doing a good job there. <laughs> so, yeah, I had that training for the whole week. Oh, God, it was the longest week ever. Like the first couple of days you learn about the policies and the procedures and why we do it. and But I knew all that, so... I just wanted to fast forward the days and just learn the skills. <laughs> it was kind of torture, but it it kept me away from a hospital ward, I suppose, for a week. So it felt like, you know, I had a break from it all, which was nice. Oh, also, talking about breaks, finally booked my holiday. Yeah, I'm going to go to Turkey. <laughs> Turkey, yeah. I mean, I've been there before, but... I like Turkey, man. I think t- Turkey is one of my favorite destinations. Uh, the last time I went there, we we paid a lot of money, but that was obviously during the uh, terrorist attacks that were in Tunisia. We were going to go to Tunisia that year, but obviously those um, uh, incidents happened, so we couldn't uh, be able to go to that. So we chose to go to Turkey. We never went to Turkey then, so we... We had to pay extra money, a little bit extra money, but we booked a really beautiful hotel, which, funny enough, is called the Kremlin Palace. <laughs> and it does look like the Kremlin, the way they did it up. And it was great. So um, I'm gonna we're going back again. But this time, I've only just booked the flights, but I like to book a villa because uh, just to experience the villa, I think a villa's a bit more private. Uh, I'm trying to find one with a pool. <laughs> look at me guy with all the money now <laughs> booking villas yeah i want to book a villa have a have my own pool maybe a hot tub that'd be a bonus and just hire a car and and explore turkey a little bit so that's what i like to do so i'm going to do that in august which obviously clashes with the edinburgh fringe and hopefully this year i'll be back there doing best in class for Sean Davies, who's doing her own solo show. So check that out. So yeah, that, I'm looking forward to, to my holiday, which I think I thoroughly deserve because I haven't done a holiday for three years. Last holiday I did, I think we went to Disneyland Paris and that felt like ages ago. So if you're booking a holiday, good on you. Go and do it. I mean, restrictions have been lifted now. So you don't have, if you're flying back to the UK, you don't have to take a COVID test don't have you know prove that you've had the vaccines which is nice so that stress is off my head and i suppose i don't know what the rules are when i get to turkey but i'm hoping they relax the rules as well coming up to august because they need their tourists back turkey is doing a lot of adverts in the uk for their for for turkey basically so they've got loads of clips and saying come back to turkey we miss you and all that (laughs) so i think that marketing scheme has worked (laughs) because Because I booked my holiday. So I'm looking forward to that one. So what, how about we do a a no stupid questions. It's time to do one of them, I think. Right, straight away, I found a no stupid question. Doesn't take me long, as I always say. This one's been posted by There's the Lamb Sauce. <laughs> On Reddit, no stupid questions forum. The questions there that Lamb Sauce has asked is... If a woman with breast implants dies, do they take them out before burial? (laughs) 
Or are they a bunch of skeletons with boobs underground? <laughs> so if a woman with breast implant dies, do they take them out? <laughs> oh, do you know what? That is a funny question. Somebody sent me a video, actually, before I answer this question. It was a woman, and she obviously had some implants. And uh, she was crying her eyes out because what her left side um, implant exploded. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing, but it looked it looked vile. It was basically just some plastic, like melted plastic, on the left side of her chest. <laughs> it was just like drooping down, and she was crying her eyes out, which made me wonder how the hell did she do that. <laughs> I mean, they were huge. To be honest, she must have knocked them on a on a corner of a desk or something. <laughs> I'm not too sure. <laughs> do they put them in before burial? <laughs> well, do they take them out? Um, I'm guessing. I suppose it depends on how long they bury the person if it's a couple of days i'm sure they would just leave leave the body as it is <laughs> i'm not too sure what would you do i mean you can't really take them out can you because then everyone would be like you know so and so looks different don't they <laughs> have they lost a bit of weight <laughs> You can imagine what the body would be like, though, after a couple of years. It would just be bones and maybe some jelly. <laughs> because it's a jelly, jelly type of substance, uh, the insects won't be able to eat that, would they? <laughs> Unless they can make it biodegradable, where it dissolves and kind of helps the body. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> melts down the bone or something <laughs> that could be it who knows I don't know I want to know what people have said I haven't really got an answer for it unfortunately I mean I'm not an expert I'm not a mortician so I wouldn't know but let's see what some people say so one person says hip implants are metal not silicone they're natural in the sense that they're not going to leach chemicals into the soil. So there you go. That's what I was thinking about the uh, chemicals in the silicon. Another one has said, ask a mortician. She says that implants melt if the person is cremated and they just kind of scoop out the goo. <laughs> For traditional burial, the casket, the concrete vault, etc., they can leave the implants in. For a more natural burial, where you just decay after being buried in a biodegradable casket, the rules require that anything inorganic to be taken out. Ah, there you go. So that was an actual answer from a mortician. Um, if you are thinking of having implants, when you die, they will take it out. <laughs> and they'll probably use it on another person. <laughs> you wouldn't even know, would you? <laughs> What if you could get second-hand implants? <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I suppose that would go for the same for men. When they have an extension, obviously, it will just be, I don't know, what is it even made out of? Rubber? <laughs> I don't know. I'm making this up as I'm going along. <laughs> Actually, talking about making things up, I, I, you know how I keep telling you I keep getting spam callers, right? Calling me. <laughs> now, this one was kind of special. And for some reason, they always ring me during my break time at work. Like, I've I've got a feeling like they're watching me, man. They know when I'm on my phone. <laughs> they only call then. I received a, a, an ominous caller, uh, which happened to be a mobile number, believe it or not. And the guy was like, Oh, is that the burger? And I was like, um, who's this? And he goes, my name is uh, Franklin Doviskiel. I'm calling from the fraudland team regarding the, uh, the investment of money that you've been putting to the financial company. I was like, hey? He goes, yes, I'm from the fraud team, and it looks like you have invested some money into a company, and we would just like to know how much money you invested into this company, and what is the name of the company? And I was like, mate, I have no idea what you're talking about. You're telling me that you don't know how much money you put into this company and which company it is? I was like, I haven't even put any money into any company. So I don't know, what, what are you talking about, mate? Anyway, this went on for, for a couple of minutes back and forth. Me trying to explain to this guy that I have no idea what he was talking about. He got really mad with me. Because <laughs> I wasn't helpful. I was like... You've, I was like, you called me and you're asking me, you should know, you're the fraud company, so you tell me what company it is I've put money into and how much of this money is it? And he goes, I love the world, I'm going to tell you who you are. And I, I kind of stayed quiet, I was thinking, where is this going? <laughs> and he goes, he goes, your name is Love the Bothbanger, you've come from India, you went to the UK and you found yourself an English girl, and now you got the visa, you're staying there just for the visa, and you're taking all of the jobs of the English people, and you're living off the English money. Thank you very much, goodbye. And he put the phone down. <laughs> I was like, oh man, this guy, he's so right. <laughs> How does he even know me? <laughs> he's so stereotypical. I mean, I've got a British accent, and I don't know where he got the bit from. I was from India. <laughs> and I came to the UK to find myself an English girl, just so I could stay here. <laughs> this guy's hilarious. Oh, man. I can't wait for him to follow me back. <laughs> so I can tell him how much of a scammer he is. Because he got annoyed with me because I was winding him up. Oh, it's so annoying, man, these spam callers are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, you couldn't make this up, Eddie. I, 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 um, I, I, lost, I lost something. It's horrible when you lose something, isn't it? I lost um, my Casio watch, right? Which I love to bits. I mean, it cost me £45. And it's like a limited edition. You can't, you can't really get these watches because they're very hard to find. And if you do find them, most of them are abroad like the US, and you've got to get it imported in, or from Japan. And it's a Casio watch, 
digital one, but it's a vi- it's a vintage black, so it's like in a gunmetal black, and um, I don't know how it slipped off. I don't know how I lost it. I went out for a walk with a patient, and I think it dropped on the floor. I have no idea. So I ended up ordering another one from Amazon for the same price, and I was gutted. But then the next day, one of my colleagues found it on the floor, and I was over the moon. <laughs> I was so happy that he found it. <laughs> oh, I tried to cancel the other one, and I couldn't because Amazon were like, you haven't bought it from us. You bought it from a third party, and you're going to have to email them. So by the time I got in touch with this company, they were like, oh, we've already sent it out. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, these guys are liars, isn't it? They haven't sent nothing out because there's no there's no shipping details, so I don't think you've sent it out. You're probably just going to send it out now so you get that money off me, and then you think I'm going to decide afterwards that, that I want to keep it. <laughs> But to be honest, I do still have the watch. I do. I was meant to return it, but I haven't done that yet. Like I said earlier on, I've been so busy recording this podcast, so I haven't had time to do it. <laughs> well, uh, I've had, like I said, I've had a busy week. I've been gigging loads. Um, I did a gig down in Napton. I think it's in Napton. It's somewhere down south, anyway. And it was in a brewery. And there was a bloke in there, and I almost made him choke. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> not even once man nearly kill the geezer <laughs> oh dear right I think I'm going to do a weird news story and we'll call it a night or a day whatever time it is you're listening to it so here is today's weird news story this one comes all the way from Japan sayonara <laughs> So today's news story is Japanese teacher suspended after being caught using a colleague's toothbrush more than 20 times. <laughs> of all the things you could get suspended is by using another teacher's toothbrush. <laughs> I mean, how expensive are these toothbrushes? Why don't you just buy one instead of using your colleagues? <laughs> So the story goes, the pre, oh, the per- prefectural board of education announced on March the sixteenth that a fifty-one-year-old teacher at a public junior high school in Shunan, Yamaguchi Prefecture, has been suspended for three months for repeated inappropriate behaviour, including impulsively putting his colleague's toothbrush into his mouth. <laughs> About 20 times. According to the education board, the instructor visited a school's nurse's office 30 times without authorization. <laughs> it sounds like a fetish thing, I think. Without authorization between early September and late November in 21. Each time at roughly 5 a.m., he went through the room's desk and drawers, putting the nursing teacher's toothbrush in his mouth <laughs> around 20 times the school nurse noticed something was wrong she probably found a bit of sweet corn <laughs> or seaweed <laughs> in a toothbrush including the wet toothbrush and a set up a video camera in the sick room 
which captured the male teacher's inappropriate behavior multiple times. <laughs> the teacher was quoted as saying, I got carried away with an impulse to put someone's toothbrush into my mouth. <laughs> I felt close to the nursing teacher. The suspension was issued on March the 16th. So quite recently. Oh, God. Separately, the Prefectural Education Board announced that a 59-year-old teacher at Mine Municipal Isa Elementary School had been fired following her arrest for driving while intoxicated. <laughs> Is this the same teacher? In November 21, he drove a car after drinking at home in Nagagato and was arrested on the spot. When questioned by the school, this teacher allegedly admitted to driving while inebriated in Shimanoseki and causing property to the damage. There you go. I mean, it wasn't very long. That was today's weird news story. Don't go around using other people's toothbrushes. I mean, I've done it once. I accidentally used my wife's toothbrush, thinking it was mine, and I felt horrible. <laughs> I felt horrible using Sheila's toothbrush. <laughs> she doesn't know that, so don't tell her. <laughs> There you have it. That was today's weird news story. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I'm going to try and record another one very soon. I know I say that, but a month's, a month's gap is not good, is it? It really isn't good. So keep safe, guys. Remember what I said. Do your first aid training. It's very important. I'll see you for the next one. Take it easy. Uh -huh.